because ultimately, I'll say this over and over again, but debt is never the problem. That is simply just a symptom of an underlying issue that needs to be taken care of at the source. Hi, my name is Anya Laws, and I am obsessed with all things money management, wealth building, financial freedom, and helping you navigate this crazy world of personal finance all while building a life you love. I'm a financial coach with a God-given desire and mission to empower as many women as possible to not only become good stewards of their money, but also create a life that they have only ever dreamed of. While money doesn't buy happiness, it is one of the greatest and most effective tools for building your dream life, but you shouldn't stop at making money. Here, you will learn how to make your money work for you. Budgeting, investing, spending, giving, and money mindset are all topics we discuss here. If you're a goal-driven woman with big goals and aspirations for not only your money, but also your life, this podcast is for you. So grab your AirPods and a cup of coffee because we are digging right in. This is the She Talks Money Podcast. On today's episode of the She Talks Money Podcast, we're starting a new theme episode called Ask a Coach. And this is currently in process in terms of the titles. So if you have any other suggestions, feel free to send those to me at Money with Anya. But on today's episode, I'm answering a question about how this particular person should go about paying off $12,000 in high interest debt. They want to know whether or not they should transfer the balance to a 0% APR credit card or whether or not they should just leave it alone. So I'm going to answer this question as if they are a client of mine. So stay tuned. So today's question comes from Reddit. I know, super fancy, all that, but I thought this was a good place to start with this particular theme episode. So in the personal finance subreddit, there's a post entitled $12,000 in high interest debt help. The post reads, my girlfriend recently informed me that she has $12,000 in credit card debt on two separate cards, $5,000 on one card at 17% APR and on the second card, $7,000 at 21% APR. She makes roughly $42,000 a year. She lives with me and only pays for groceries. My suggestion to her was a balance transfer to a credit card that has 0% APR for 12 months and no transfer fees. I've never been in that type of debt before, though. Would you say that this is a solid plan for her? Her monthly take-home pay is roughly $2,200 before bills, which is just groceries, phone, and insurance. He edited the post to say there is a 3% transfer fee, but the 0% APR is for 21 months. She also only started her full-time job end of January 2023, Debt was accumulated in 2022 from tuition, groceries, therapy, and miscellaneous spending. He also writes to say, I'm not asking for relationship advice from you, just knowledge on balance transfers or personal loans mathematically as I've never been in debt, so I have no reference points. So the question at hand that is posed here is, in this situation, should the girlfriend transfer her credit card debt to a 0% APR credit card? Now, I understand where he's coming from in the situation, posing this as a potential solution. However, I want to give kind of my take as a financial coach and what I would tell the girlfriend to do in this situation. Now, the question that is posed here is coming from a purely tactical, how do I take care of the debt point of view? And for all we know, we don't have necessarily all of the background information. Maybe they've already talked about some of the things I'm fixing to talk about. But Aside from the tactical jumping right into paying off the debt, as a financial coach, my job when working with clients in this situation is not to just work through a plan on this is tactically how we get out of debt. You do a balance transfer and you get on the debt snowball or whatever. Those are factors in getting yourself in a good financial situation. However, there is way more to the situation than just the plan. Now, first and foremost, before we move forward, 
we are making the assumption that if she was a client of mine, she would have already made this decision for herself that she wanted to change her financial future. However, in the real life version of this scenario, her boyfriend was the one posting in the subreddit for her. So we honestly don't know whether or not she is motivated to make the change. It said that she recently informed her boyfriend of the credit card debt. So this could be an indicator of her wanting to change. However, it could also just be she needed him to know. So I would really want to know for sure if she was on board with changing her financial future or if her boyfriend is the one that wanted to change her financial future. But it would be really important for her to establish her why for getting out of debt before she moves forward because ultimately if she does not have her own personal reasons for wanting to get out of debt, the likelihood of her succeeding is very slim because when she gets into this journey about two months in and she doesn't want to continue any longer because this is going to take several more months and it's a little hard to think about holding on for that long. She needs something to be anchoring her in during that time. So if she doesn't have her own personal reasons for doing that, it's very unlikely that she's going to succeed in this journey. Now, for purposes of this example, when I'm talking about what I would tell her as her financial coach, we are assuming at this point that she has made the decision to move forward to work with a financial coach. Therefore, we're assuming that she's established her own personal reasons for getting out of debt. And this is something that we would establish before working together in terms of what is her reasoning for wanting to get out of debt. Because I really want to make sure that before she moves forward with financial coaching, she has something that's going to anchor her deep into this journey. Are you looking for an accountability partner in the form of a financial coach? Well, look no further. My financial coaching program is currently open for enrollment and I'm taking new clients. It's so easy to consume information and content around these money topics without taking real action. So if you're looking to gain control of your finances but need help implementing the information that you hear on money podcasts and social media accounts like mine, go ahead and click the link in the show notes to apply for coaching. And as always, if you have any additional questions, reach out to me on Instagram at moneywithanya. Now back to the show. Now that we assume that she has her own why for wanting to get out of the credit card debt, we can move on to the second point, which would be that I would want to know what it is that got her in the $12,000 worth of credit card debt in the first place. Because ultimately, I'll say this over and over again, but debt is never the problem. That is simply just a symptom of an underlying issue that needs to be taken care of at the source. So before we can move on to paying off the credit card debt, I want to know what it is that got her in that debt in the first place. So in this post, the breakdown that we're given is that she accumulated all of this debt in 2022 from $5,000 worth of tuition, an unknown amount of groceries, $3,000 worth of therapy, and some miscellaneous spending. So $5,000 worth of this is tuition and $3,000 worth of it is therapy. So that's about $8,000 out of the $12,000. And while these two things are still affecting her financially because she's in high interest debt, I'm not as concerned by this $8,000 as I would be if this was purely from spending. So we can set those two things aside and there are some mindset things that I would want to address from these tuition and therapy purchases, but those are things that I'm not as concerned with. So setting aside that $8,000, we're down to $4,000 out of the $12,000 in high interest debt that seemed to come from miscellaneous purchases and groceries. Now, the thing that I would want to know in this situation is if she had an income during 2022. Now, we're assuming that she lived with her boyfriend during 2022 as well, in which case her expenses would just be from groceries, phone, and insurance. Now, we aren't given an actual amount for these expenses. However, let's assume that her expenses equaled $500 a month. 
Now, we know that she didn't start her full-time job until the end of January 2023. However, if she had a part-time income, the reality is that she likely could have paid all of her expenses with the income that she had coming in from a part-time job. $500 could be easily made in a month's worth of time at a part-time job. So assuming that she had a part-time income, let's just say $200 a week, that's $800 a month. So we could assume that she had a little bit of buffer above the groceries, phone, and insurance. We don't know this for sure. This is all assumption. But if she had a little bit of a buffer in her income to have a little bit more spending here and there, my concern would be whether or not she had a spending behavior that was causing her to spend more than the amount of money that she was bringing in. And clearly that was the issue regardless because either way she's in credit card debt, but the distinction would be whether it was out of purely necessity, meaning she had no income, or if she had income and was just spending above what she had. So you may say, well, she had a smaller income because she was working part-time, therefore it makes sense that she was getting in credit card debt. And while I would agree that it is easier to get in credit card debt when you have very slim margins, my argument would be that your slim margins don't necessarily come from your level of income because you would be shocked at the number of high income earners who are living paycheck to paycheck because as their income has gone up, their expenses have gone up because they never dealt with their financial behaviors at the source. So eight times, nine times out of 10, the issue is not an income problem. It is a behavior problem. So there is no shame or guilt there. The important thing is fixing this problem before you move on because ultimately, even if she gets out of this high interest debt somehow without changing the behaviors, she will very easily go back into debt at a later point because she never changed the behaviors to begin with. Now, we don't know for sure if she did have an income or not, so this may purely have been out of necessity, but that's what I would want to know before we pay off the debt. And at this point, we would work towards figuring out her spending triggers, her mindset around what's going on when she's spending the money, knowing that she doesn't have it in her account, things like that. We, I would want to work through those things with her first and foremost before we move on. So now that we assume that she's established her why and taking care of the behaviors that may have gotten her into credit card debt in the first place, we can move on to the tactical how to get out of the debt situation. So first and foremost, the thing that I would want her to take care of before she starts paying off the debt is I would want her to have a starter emergency fund. You'll hear me emphasize and blast this till the day I die because an emergency fund is ultimately a form of insurance for you. When a situation happens or arises, you need a safety cushion to keep you from moving backwards financially. So for a starter emergency fund, I typically recommend anything from two to four months worth of expenses. So in her situation, I don't know the level of risk that she has in terms of losing her job, her health, we don't know the condition of her relationship with the boyfriend, so we don't know any of those factors, so we don't know what her risk level is. However, because her expenses are relatively low and she has a lot of high interest debt that carries risk in and of itself, I would say that it would be okay for her to have about two months worth of expenses saved in an emergency fund in this situation. So if we say that she has about $500 worth of expenses from groceries, phone, and insurance, and then we add in $100 worth of personal spending because we want her to be able to enjoy her life while this is going on. Let's just say that she has monthly expenses of about $600. So in this situation, we're saving two months worth of expenses. We're not saving two months worth of income. Those are very different things. So in this situation, if her expenses are $600, she wants to save an emergency fund of about $1,200. Now, if we're saying that she has $2,200 worth of income coming in every month and her expenses are about $600, 
we're saying that she has about $1,600 worth of income left over after her expenses every single month. So it would take her less than a month to go ahead and save that emergency fund of $1,200. And then at that point, she has $400 more to throw at the debt. So the next action that I would tell her to take would be to start paying down the debt. And because the interest rates are so high on the debt, I would recommend her taking care of the debt before she moves on to any other financial goals like investing or anything like that. So if we're saying that she's throwing the remaining $1,600 of her income after expenses every month at the debt, it would take her about eight months to pay off this debt. Mathematically speaking, this would be a really good idea since she has a lot of high interest debt. Therefore, she would need to get that taken care of before she moves on to things like investing. However, in this situation, we don't know the details of what it is that she likes to spend money on, what her current spending behaviors are, things like that. But there's a possibility she would need a little more flexibility in her spending in order to be able to stick to the debt payoff without going backwards. So I wouldn't necessarily, as a hard rule, say that she has to put all that $1,600 towards her debt. She may need to free up a little bit more of that for a living so that, as I already said, she doesn't move back financially. Now, going back to my previous point on changing behaviors, it is almost never an immediate you can quit cold turkey and change your behaviors situation. It usually takes about two to three months to get on a budget that you can stick to because during those two to three months, you're learning what works for you. You're overcoming some of those previous spending behaviors. So let's just assume that this takes her about a year because she needs to give herself a little bit of a buffer to figure things out, get on a budget that works, start changing some of those behaviors etc. So let's just say that it takes her eight months to pay off the debt, but before she pays off the debt, she takes about three months to get this thing figured out. So we're saying that in about a year, she should have that debt paid off at that point. After that point, I would suggest that she up her emergency fund about two more months to four months worth of expenses so that she can be a little more secure if something were to arise. And then after that point, I would say that it would be a good idea for her to start investing. Now, it would not be a good idea for her to start investing until after she's taken care of this high interest debt because ultimately, if she's getting a 10% interest rate in the stock market, it still does not beat the 21% interest that she's paying on a credit card. Now, to answer the original question that was posed by the boyfriend, should she transfer the balance of the credit cards to a 0% interest rate card? And my answer to that is it's up to you. You would potentially save a little bit of money depending on how quickly you pay off the debt. But ultimately, the interest that you'd be paying is minimal. And if she's going to go ahead and pay off this debt in about eight months, then this isn't something I would necessarily fool with. But that's honestly a personal preference. But the big thing to note is the 0% APR credit card is not going to fix the issue. Just because you're stopping the interest rate does not mean that you've solved the spending behaviors. And that does not mean that the debt itself goes away. So honestly, that balance transfer is kind of minimal to me in this situation. But you can do that if you want to. I plan on doing episodes like this more often and I would love to answer your question. So if you have a question that you want to submit to me, your particular scenario or situation, maybe like this one, or maybe you had a more money mindset related question to ask me, whatever it would be, I would love it if you could send that question to me on Instagram at moneywithanya. Just shoot me a DM and let me know that you have a question for me to answer on the podcast and I would be happy to do so. I'm on a mission to spread the word to as many women as humanly possible that financial freedom is not only possible, but much closer than you think. So if you want to be part of fulfilling this mission with me, make sure to send this episode to a friend and rate and review the show. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.